about um, <laughs> self-improvement. Motivation tonight is going to be on motivation. With me tonight is my co-host, Nicole. Hi, everybody. And I uh, just want to let you know that this show is brought to you by Leader Speakers. Leader Speakers is a public speaking and training company. We help you not only become get over your nervousness and fear of public speaking on stage, but help you become more effective at the art of public speaking. So without any further ado, we are going to get into the show. What is our show tonight, Nicole? <laughs> tonight we're talking about motivation. Yeah, how about that? The show's finding your motivation. We're actually going to talk about it. <laughs> how about that? So what is motivation? Well, despite what we talk about it and think about it and all that other wonderful stuff. It's a, it's not a resource. It's a response to stimuli that differs from person to person, obviously, right? Everybody's got different motivations. The interesting thing is <clears throat> um, it stimulates different parts of the brain and motivates people towards productivity in many, many different ways. So, Neuroscientists and psychologists say that humans generally experience motivation when the neurotransmitter known as dopamine, and that's interesting, relays the signals between the brain cells or between, between the brain cells is released. So this dopamine reaches the nucleus, the nucleus accumbens, which is the proper name for that in the brain area and mediates the reward behavior. Huh. How does that work for you, with you? How does my dopamine work? <laughs> how, how was your brain? I, I guess in a nutshell, what, what are your what are your, some of your motivations before we get into this? What, what really motivates you? Um, well, you know what, doing things that doing things that either I thought were were not, you know, possible, or doing things that other people say is impossible. I like to kind of like go against the odds. <laughs> oh, that's your motivation. Yeah. And I don't think I necessarily like I while I do yearn, like not maybe not yearn, that's definitely not the right word. Well, I do appreciate and I like to get other feedback. That's not my sole purpose. It's like it's more like uh my motivation is getting things done like that my goals, no matter what, no matter how difficult they may seem to other people or myself. But there's got to be some kind of intrinsic motivation that gets you. So there's different things. Like I'm motivated by different things. So it's yeah, not just one straight out motivation, you know, just to do, I mean, you know, just to accomplish a goal, I may not be motivated towards certain goals. Yeah. I mean, I would say that's probably like one of the top factors. Like I like defying the odds. I like, I don't want to say proving people wrong because I don't do it in like a angsty way, but like, I like if someone tells me you can't do something, 
finding a way to do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do enjoy, I get pleasure from like knowing, Hey, okay, well now I like the challenge. I like a challenge. Um, and I like, I like doing things that make me feel good. Like I have a purpose, you know, and, right. and that to me, that's what drives me money. I, I obviously I love money. Uh-huh. I lo- everyone loves money and nice things, but I would say my biggest driving force is always, um, how does it fulfill me emotionally? Right. So there you go right there. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. So there's certain things that motivate me and there's, and there's things that motivate my friends and acquaintances and business um, acquaintances and things like that, that, you know, that like, okay, like just for example, I'll give a real short example. Some people are motivated by luxury and having all this bling and things like that. That's not my motivation. Right. So well, that's hard motivation. because all those things are, you know, easily replaceable or gone. <laughs> well, they are, but a lot of people are motivated towards the glitzy stuff. I'm more motivated towards um let's say, let's just say improving my mind, improving and achieving success for other reasons rather than the bling. Just some fulfillment in what I do. Just for example, my public speaking. I can get up in front of people and that's my passion. So that's why I'm motivated. I'm motivated by the pure passion of getting up and speaking in front of people. Yeah, I think passion passion is a, a big driver. Yes. Yes. I agree. So that's my means to an end in in that vein. So somebody else may not, may hate speaking in front of people. So they've got no motivation to do that whatsoever. Right. Exactly. They might, they might not even care about that. So every, you know, every person has their own, their own thing, their want. Right, their Everyone own goals. Their- exactly. So, um, okay, that's all we got to say about that, I guess, unless you've got something else, another example. Well, I mean, another example, um, you know, is I think a lot of times, too, it can also depend on, you know, a lot. I think of some of the biggest stars on the planet, um, you know, had the craziest childhoods and maybe maybe they weren't encouraged. And what I'm always, you know, what really amazes me is that society tells us like, if something, it has to be structured like this in order for you to be successful. But if you look at some of the most successful people in history, they had a really rough start and they took those, that rough start. And in a lot of ways that motivated them. Sometimes if you aren't handed something or you don't have something, it makes you work harder to get there. Right. Yep. And there's plenty of examples for that out there. Tons. I mean, Barack Obama, look at him and like, you know, his mom, uh, you know, all the moving, his mom left, you know, Hawaii. And then, there, you know, he was raised, you know, he was raised a lot by his grandma, I believe. And, and in same with Bill Clinton, like if you look at a lot of presidents or even like CEOs, they, a lot of times they, they don't come from a traditional background, you know, mom, dad, 2.5 kids. They might come from, you know, where it wasn't 
it wasn't traditional and it wasn't always easy. But you know what? That created the person that they are today. That's right. So I think that goes to show you too, and this is a little off topic, but you know, you don't necessarily have to be the norm to be successful. Like that's not being like everyone else does not mean, oh, everything's going to be fine. Like embrace, like, you know, if you live in a family where you have one parent or if you come from divorced family or whatever, embrace that. Everyone's different and use those things to inspire you. Um, you know, it, it, it doesn't have, you don't have to be like everybody else in order to achieve your goals. Right. That's true. Um, I just got caught up in something here. I was just doing a little research. I can't find it. So anyway, um, so let's just, we're just going to drill down some basics of motivation in the workplace, I guess, or some basics of, there's four different types of motivation, they say. And the examples that I'm going to use here is, I guess, sort of in the workplace, in the workplace. So for a manager, I guess let's just use a manager um, to understand what motivates an employee. There's, they need to know that there's four different motive, four different types of motivation. And I think the first one, we're, well, the first two we're going to talk about are types of motivation that I've seen. The second two are something that I'm not really familiar with, but I'm going to talk about anyway. Um, interjected motivation and identified motivation. Have you ever heard of those? No, I haven't actually. So that's <laughs> we're, why getting ready to, we're getting ready to talk about finding your motivation. Do what now? So this is the place to learn about it at finding your motivation. There you go. So the first one is the extrinsic motivation. Do you want to go ahead and talk about that? Uh, yeah, let's. We can talk about that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to so talk about that on the show, but I'm going to give sure, you the floor on this one. <laughs> this is someone who's um, motivated by financial gain, commissions, right. bonuses, promotions. So, um, yeah, that's Thank like you. real estate. Well, extrinsic rewards. It can be, be a lot of different things, too. It can be little trophies and all sorts of stuff. Sort of an old school motivation, right? In a sense. I'm sorry, say that again, please. An old school motivation. This is a first mo this is the kind of motivation that I was introduced to. I mean, I get I guess the tie in sales. I'm not I I kinda like, you know, I like yeah, I guess I kind of like when there's a little bit of like you have control over how much you make. I think that can be motivating. Right. Or well, right. So increased financial gain on top of what you're um, on top of what you're already making. So they do good work not only because they fear the consequences, but they like to be ex extrinsically motivated. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah so, I don't like fear as a motivator. I don't know. I feel like. Eh. Yeah. Really. We can talk on that later, but I feel like fear as a motivator is not, I don't know, it can be counterproductive. Oh, I agree. But that's how a lot of companies used to do it. And some still do it. 
crazy. Yeah, that wouldn't be my that wouldn't be my cup of tea. No. No, but I mean, when I was coming up, um, there was a lot of that. You know, if you don't make your quotas, you're fired. I, I went to a network meeting the other day, a couple of weeks ago. And this girl said she's getting ready to quit her job because they were really hard on her. And uh, they're putting these lofty goals on them that she didn't think they, you know, the, she didn't think was very fair. And uh, so there's still companies out there doing that. Yeah, they don't realize that a good leader encourages, encourages you to be the best you can be. Right. Right. This is true. We still have that. We still have that other element out there. But <clears throat> so and promotions, too. You know, promotions are huge. People, you know, kill themselves to get promotions. Right. That's crazy. But yeah, well, I don't mean you know. literally. I mean, figuratively. <laughs> no, I know that. I know that. <laughs> I'm saying they'll, they'll give everything they can. You know, like, oh, yeah. 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 Promotions is huge. Everybody wants a promotion. I mean, that's that's the coup de gras because the further you move up the ladder, the more power you have, the more money you make, the more esteemed you become. That's when you're using your motivation solely like more to gain others' approval or and when that's a main factor. Right. I try to, when I start feeling like that, I, start, I, I try to like correct it. <laughs> right. I got you. So the next one is intrinsic motivation. And this is one that used to motivate me because when I would get praise from my employers, God tell you what, that would work. And if they figure out what, what your buttons are, you know, intrinsic, extrinsic, they'll use that, right? They'll oh, use definitely. that to motivate you. They'll use it to their advantage for sure. <laughs> right. Even though they're telling you doing a great job, all they have to do is, hey, you're doing a great job. And bam, you know, you feel you feel good about yourself, but you got to combine some of that extrinsic motivation. You got to get some of that extrinsic stuff too. Exactly. Okay. So intrinsically, intrinsically. Motivated employees are more likely to place a higher value. Once again, higher, they place a higher value on the praise rather than be given a bonus. How about that? Well, I'm that? sure the employers like that. <laughs> Do what now? The employers like that. They're like, oh, that costs a lot less. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you have anything else you want to say about add to that? I mean, I would just say, you know, it's good to know these factors so you know what pushes you and then you also know what maybe controls you. Right. That's true. That's true. That's very true. So that even though, hey, boss, you know, I did a great job, but, you know, how about a, you know, how about a, how about a raise <laughs> money exactly. for a promotion, right? What other people think of you. You know, it, it's, you know, in work, it's, you know, it plays an effect, but you have to, you, you know, you can't, that can't be your only motivator because then you're just controlled by someone else. You gotta, you gotta want things for yourself and expect them and people will respect that. Oh yeah, obviously. Okay. Now we, 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 we're moving on to this other term called 
introjected motivation, which is something I've never heard of. This is a form of eight. This is this form of motivation is more common than we think, though. Um, and it's not a good thing for the employee morale or productivity because it's a negative internalized motivation similar to negative reinforcement. So interjected motivation will take forms like um, guilt. That would be bad. Yeah. You don't want to have that. You don't want to have someone doing that. <laughs> That's oh, my helpful. God. Constant negative feedback without any proactive or positive action items. Yeah, you want to avoid that. God, that's awful. Who does that? <laughs> Not me or anyone I work for. Really? And yeah, in <laughs> yeah, your no. in your business, what 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 type of motivation? Um, what type of motivation do they use? Primarily. I'm a very entrepreneurial and CEO, so I use kind of like the stuff that I mentioned earlier you know, achieving things, my purpose, that kind of thing. Okay. So but what little triggers do you have there? Intrinsic, extrinsic? Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe more extrinsic. I don't know. I mean, commission is part of it. Uh-huh. Okay. But yeah, I don't, I don't know if it would be under those categories. I'd have to... I'm not sure. <laughs> I would say there's some <laughs> extrinsic motivation there for the commission. Yeah, yeah, most likely, I would say, yeah. So we can forget about interjected. That's pretty bad. That's not good stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's not the best of it, <laughs> for sure. I don't want to work uh, for anyone that acts like that, you know? Never heard of it. Okay, identified motivations, sometimes called self-determined. This is the most complex. Now we have to get complex about this stuff, about that, of motivational forms, because it builds up over time and isn't something that just can't be, it just can't be created or instilled in a person with a snap of a finger. So basically what it is, is um, they are tasked to accomplish a task and until the need or desire um, actually actualizes and i don't know i i'm not even sure i understand that so while it's often impractical to wait for someone to become motivated oh this form of motivation is potent because it's you're waiting for somebody to get motivated basically how does that work you cannot you can't i've learned this in life you cannot make someone else motivated um if they don't want to be right so while we're waiting for somebody to be motivated, <laughs> are we trying to figure out what motivates them, or do we know what motivates them? Are we trying to? Are we trying to? Are we giving um, some kind of training that instigates us, or cultivates us, or what? I'm not sure. I mean, that's. I mean, that's nothing. I. I I'm not really. I don't know. <laughs> you tell me a little about your experience with it. <laughs> I've never had honestly. an experience with it. <laughs> Me neither. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't, I'm not really sure. I'm not sure on that one. Sorry. <laughs> well, I think basically what it is, is you're probably looking for their motivation and sort of cultivating them in the right direction. I think that's what it is. 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's pro- yeah. Maybe like like pep talks. So they have like the boot camps and all that kind of stuff. Probably, probably sort of trying to find out or cultivating their motivation. Okay, so this person is um, the type that maybe has a propensity for extrinsic or intrinsic, and we're going to go ahead and develop that. I don't know. I've never seen that in play either. That's yeah, pretty interesting. That have any experience in that one <laughs> this is very uh this is a very i didn't think we'd run into this kind of thing so <laughs> if managers managers and supervisors reflect on their employees you know the chances are pretty good that they'll instantly recognize which type of motivation works for each employee have fun with that last one folks um by tapping into that knowledge though managers can you know can keep their employees motivated so they can do the best job you know i've been a manager before and you know most of these folks were extrinsically motivated now i think people have a little bit of a mix of both because they like being praised too yeah right people love to be praised yeah of course. Yeah. yeah. If an employee is extri- is extrinsically uh, extrinsically motivated, then obviously you want to incentivize them with tangible rewards. So you know they can be small gifts. They could be another one here we sort of missed, but is putting somebody on a larger project or making them the head of a project, right? Yeah, that I've seen people do that a lot. Um, when trying to, you know, <laughs> build group rapport. Yes. So, um, and then the benefits may increase after the after they have a great performance. You know that that's that's pretty evident. You know that's that's pretty common. <clears throat> so, when if employee is extrin- is intrinsically motivated, then you're obviously going to be generous with those verbal and written praise on those one in one meetings and emails and things like that. I think basically, I think when you hear it from the source, rather than getting an email or a note or something, I think that's probably the best when you hear that from someone. People respond a lot better to that. Oh, yeah. Um, If employee appears to approach worth with work, with an interjected mindset, focus on applying positive feedback to their work and critique, which is almost like intrinsic motivation, isn't it? Yeah, it goes back to praise. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, if you think about it, you can sweet talk people. It goes not just in work, (laughs) work, but just in life in general. People get far from compliments. (laughs) Oh, sure. So the interjected mindset, that's pretty, that's interesting. So last one here, last point. If the employee takes a while to actualize their motivation, sit down with them. And once again, so this is what we, we, the conclusion that we came to find out what their motivation is and, and support their adjustment. So I'm not sure that, I mean, how could you not know, I guess they're, I guess it could be, but how could you not know where these people, where their motivation is? I guess 
I guess you could. I guess it's possible, right? What do you mean? How could you not know? Like you don't, you're not sure. Well, I'm not sure. I'm if you're scared. trying to cultivate their motivation, you don't know what their deal is, basically. So you're sitting down there, sitting down with them and asking them basically what motivates them. What would what what could we do to um, help you with this new task or this new position or what have you? You know, how can we help you? How can we help you accomplish this? What would what would motivate you in a sense without asking them that specific question? I mean, you could start it out with like, you know, have you worked with commission and bonuses before and get their feedback on that? You know, that's probably something they should do in an interview with people. I think nip all yeah. that in the bud. Find out what motivates these people. I've had I've had prospective employers ask me that question. I've had a lot of corporate jobs ask us to do a disc profile personality test. Right. And I like it because I, I like my score. So I'm always like, yeah, please look at my disc test. <laughs> so then so then you're saying they could tell from that disc per, that disc um, personality test what motivates you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Really, because I teach that in my public speaking classes. Um, and, you know, they're just the disc that I do has four different personality types. I don't know if that's. If you're talking about a Myers-Briggs or a disc. Yep. Dominant, sure. inspirational. Right. Um, yeah, all of that. Yeah, there's there's people put assigned different names in each one of those quadrants, but yes, dominant or driver, um, expressive, analytical, and uh, amiable, which is the inspirational, I think. Or I don't, I'm not sure if the inspirational's an expressive or what, but everybody labels each one of those quadrants something different <clears throat> so to wrap this up <laughs> motivation in the workplace can take many forms as we see right we yeah, just need to figure out different, different different motivation what works for what which person which type and how to do it so you know it could see they could they could actually you know, tweak these methods, see what works best. Um, you, know, you could try intrinsic and extrinsic on a person. Somebody may be a hybrid. I'm a hybrid. I love intrinsic motivation. You do? Yeah, I can see that for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's big. Well, with that, we're coming to the bottom of the hour here. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody and now we know part of what motive well now we talked a little bit about motivation in the workplace i mean there's a whole another you know this is a very vast category but we just i mean we we chipped away at one little area of this so that will uh that'll do it for the show tonight oh wonderful i think that you know it's it's a good way to leave it is find what your motivation is and you know and see if it's something that you're doing for yourself or if you're doing it for others there you go that's perfectly put so with that we will say goodbye until next week and uh we will see you then